بسم الله الرحمن الرحیم یا من تحل به یقد المکاره و یا من یفتو به حد الشدائه و یا من یلتمس منه المخرج الى روح بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله وصلى الله على سيدنا محمد وآله الطاهرين السلام عليكم ورحمة الله and welcome to this podcast series of a commentary on صحيفة سجادية by Mizan Institute وجعل لكل روح منهم قوتا معلوما مقسوما من رزقه لا ينقص من زاده ناقص ولا يزيد من نقص منهم زائد Previously the Imam had said لا يملكون تأخيرا عما قدمهم إليه ولا يستطيعون تقدما إلا ما أخرهم عنه That once Allah created creation, created mankind that he is the one who will be managing mankind's affairs and taking care of mankind and in, in creation in its entirety and so if he wants something to happen and he wants something hastened for us it will be hastened and nothing can delay it we possess nothing that can delay that from us and on the flip side, if he wants something delayed from us, we will not be able to hasten that thing for ourselves. And it will actually be delayed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So if he's the one in charge of those things that happen to us, befall us, he is going to also be taking care of us when it comes to our needs and our sustenance. And this is where the imam begins in this part of his dua. He says, وَجَعَلَ لِكُلِّ رُوحٍ مِنْهُمْ the translation says, He assigned from His provision to each of them or to each of their souls nourishment known and apportioned. That's what the translation is saying in front of me. Now, there are a few points here that we'll need to discuss. The first one it says, For every soul Allah has assigned. Um, a gut of this of his sustenance and provision, and I'll talk about what gut means in a minute as well. But here it says ruh for every soul. Some have said that ruh here, the fact that it says ruh and it's talking about sustenance, and Allah assigning sustenance to the souls of people, doesn't just mean physical um, sustenance that has to do with us eating, drinking, that kind of sustenance food and drink no not necessarily it is that but it is not limited to that but rather even that which our soul can benefit from and nourishes our soul is also meant here that's what they've said and so if you want to look at it the way it's being interpreted here and the way the commentators have said that Allah gave from his provision a share to the people now this provision can be spiritual it can be physical material Allah has set aside a share for everybody قوتن, a قوت. now we keep saying sustenance we say food and drink and all of that but food and drink will usually be ta'am okay so it said or even but it says so here, um, I really liked this point someone had brought up. Um, and he said, one of these ulama, he had said that Qut and Quwwah, 
they are of the same root. Okay, so quwa means power, strength, might. Qut is usually used to refer to food. And um, for example, you will have this term when we're talking about the fidya or the kafara or the zakatul fitra that is given. Um, they'll say it has to be, some will discuss, does it have to be al-qut al-ghalib? Does it have to be the prevalent qut and food that people uh, use in their everyday lives? Does it have to be of that or it can be something else that's edible as well? It's a whole fiqhi discussion. But what I'm trying to say right now is that that is a term that we find there. Al-qut al-ghalib. Qut, lots of times will be used interchangeably with ta'am and food. But in reality... It means that which gives us strength, that which nourishes us, nourishment. Okay, so when it says qut here, they've explained that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He put aside a share of qut for everyone. Okay, this qut is that which will give us strength and nourishes us. In other words, it is something that we will actually benefit from. And what they're trying to rule out by saying this is that sometimes you will get a food or drink, but you'll never get the opportunity to benefit from it. Sometimes a spiritual blessing will come your way even, but it's not going to be something that you quote-unquote spiritually digest and becomes part of you, benefits you. So for example, for example, the food and drink one, it's an easy one that we can you know give an example for. For example, you know, you... Someone gives you some food, but you drop it on the floor. You know, you can't eat it. It falls in some hole somewhere. I don't know. And you're not able to uh, benefit from that food. That food does not nourish you. All right. You had it, but it didn't help you. The spiritual side of things also. Nourishment sometimes won't take place, although a blessing has come one's way. The example that they give is if a great scholar... um, passes away and he has like tons of books and manuscripts that have very valuable and precious information in them okay these are manuscripts that you can't get your hands on he has the only copy let's say and once he passes away all of these are inherited let's say by his son but his son doesn't have the tools and what it takes to understand and benefit from these books those books are just sitting there in the shelf they might have a monetary value but the spiritual value, the value that has to do with the knowledge of it, that person doesn't benefit at all. The, the knowledge in, this, in these books doesn't become this person's qut, meaning this person is not going to be nourished by them. So sometimes there is a rizq, but it doesn't, it doesn't translate to our qut. It doesn't give us quwa. It doesn't nourish us. So they've pointed out here, that when the Imam he says qutan ma'luman min rizqihi, that there's a rizq and sustenance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we can sometimes benefit from, sometimes we want we won't benefit from. And so Allah makes sure that each person has a qut, that which will nourish them. Now this qut, there are two adjectives for it. It is ma'lum maqsum. Ma'lum of course means known. Maksum here the translation says apportioned, which I think is a good uh, is a good word to use here. Two things about this qut that Allah gives every ruh, which can be food or drink and other types of physical sustenance, or it can be spiritual sustenance, all of the above. 
it's ma'lum number one, which it means it's known. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows how much each person is going to get of qut throughout their lives, number one. And number two, it's not going to just stay and remain in Allah's knowledge. But no, it's going to actually be divided and shared. Maqsuman. Maqsum and taqsim to divide things and chop things up. Um, these are synonymous, or excuse me, they come from the same root. And so taqsim, qism, and making things into aqsam, they say, and parts and categories. Anyway, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes sure that that which he has knowledge of is also actualized. So he knows, and those things that he wants to reaching us will reach us, it's saying. وَجَعَلَ لِكُلِّ رُوحٍ مِنْهُمْ قُوتًا مَعْلُومًا مَقْسُومًا مِنْ رِزْقِهِ لَا يَنْقُصُ مَنْ زَادَهُ نَاقِسْ وَلَا يَزِيدُ مَنْ نَقَصَ مِنْهُمْ زَائِدٍ Okay, so now that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who has apportioned these, this قُوت for us, and he knows how much each person is going to get, then the same thing that we, we said before comes into the picture. Just like before when we said, that which is to be hastened and come to us right away, comes to us right away and cannot be delayed. And vice versa, that which is to be delayed will not come to us right away. Here also it says, once things are made clear, once Allah disperses the qut of all the people, لا من زاده ناقص. The one that Allah gives more, gives extra to, no one will, no decreaser will be able to decrease. No decreaser decreases those whom he increases, it says here. وَلَا يَزِيدُ مَنْ نَقَصَ مِنْهُمْ زَائِدٍ And on the flip side, no increaser can increase that which Allah has decreased for some. Okay? Now, of course, this is something that we, we will always add as a disclaimer, as an explanation, that this doesn't mean that we just sit there idly and not do anything because Allah is the one who divides and disperses the, the qut of the people. No. Part of this is our own effort, us getting up and doing what we need to do. But look, we have to understand that there is a metaphysical uh, element to all of this and what we have in the end. We will try our best. Two people might do exactly the same and might make the same exact effort. One might gain more, one might gain less. In the end, we have to understand and acknowledge. And Allah tells us this throughout the Quran and all of our ahadith that look, I'm also doing my, my own thing in all of this. And I, if you submit to what I have envisioned for you, what I have in store for you, then I will give you more. But if And I will give you what you want. We have hadith for this. But if you fight my decree and try to overstep the boundaries in getting what you think you want, but... I don't want it for you, then I'm going to tire you in what you are trying to do and what you're trying to achieve. And in the end, it's going to be what I wanted. <laughs> so it might as well just from the get-go be submissive to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but at the same time, we're going to be hard workers, whether it is for physical sustenance and materialistic sustenance and even for spiritual. This is something to keep in mind, brothers and sisters. Even when it comes to our spiritual nourishment or our spirituality, as some will call it, Although this, in this day and age, spirituality might have different definitions for people. But spirituality is something that is a rizq from Allah, real spirituality, which is proximity to Allah, which is 
certain experiences even that one might have when it comes to their relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that is something in Allah's hands. That is a rizq, and one of the greatest rizqs that is in His hands, He will give to whomever He wants. Sometimes it's a test. You'll see someone else who has made it spiritually, but you're still on the path. Well, it's time to still struggle then. It is still time to make an effort and not give up and continue with the obedience of Allah. To continue with the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala until whenever He feels that it is time to give you something special, He gives it. And even if He doesn't, we are sure that after we leave this dunya, we will get those special things. So it's just it's just all about not giving up. The grind continues as they say. Okay, so we have to continue with all of this, but till when? Well, there is going to be a time where the opportunity for all of this qut that we're getting ends. And that is the deadline, I'm going to call it, of death. Something that we don't really like speaking about and thinking of. But that is actually what gives meaning to our lives here. And here the imam puts his finger on that. Death is something that will give meaning to life and shows that there's a huge purpose in us coming here. The purpose wasn't to come here so that Allah feeds us and sustains us. All of these are a means to a goal, an ultimate goal that is the reality of things. And death is going to be the only way to get to that ultimate destination. The Imam speaks about this, and we will also speak about this, inshallah, in our next session. Walhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.